Welcome, welcome, welcome. The First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle from all walks of life. I wanted to give you a quick update. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. I wanted to give you a quick update on some of the uh, events happening over the weekend from the Rittenhouse trial verdict to the uh, uh, black supremacist attack on white people. Um, let me first cover that. That's the main purpose of this particular podcast. I'll keep it short and sweet. One of the things with this uh, attack over the weekend were this violent black separatist supremacist uh, drove into a parade in Wisconsin with the intent to kill. Um, if you notice, this happened, I believe, Saturday or Sunday. I believe it was Sunday. And uh, notice how silent the media is. Okay, apologize. Had an important phone call come in. Uh, as I was talking back to the, uh, th this is what the headlines are saying. This is from InfraWars. Suspect in SUV attack posted a violent anti-white threats BLM rhetoric. That's probably Paul Joseph Watson, who's a solid dude. His dad is almost 100% on all the time. Uh, also, the suspect apparently called white people the enemy. So one of the things that I want you to understand from this is that anytime the media fails to identify the race and nationality and religion of the terrorist or the incident, you can almost be assured that it's not an angry white male that they want to try to vilify or a white male, white person. Uh, if, if this was a white person the same hour that this attack occurred, they'd already be spouting off about uh, white hate, white nationalism. What we have here is the breeding of the uh, violent CRT, critical race theory, uh, portraying blacks as chronic victims. And here's the worst part. Isn't it, isn't it odd that the liberals, which are typically weak white people, want to feel like they're helping the black people? If I were black and I saw a weak liberal, white liberal trying to assist my race, I'd tell them, get the hell out of there. It's almost like and it's empowerment for these weak white liberals, liberals to keep black people in victim status. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it seems. They need their victim to propel their socialist Marxist thing, and they're using black votes and trying to ratchet up the race war to propel their socialist ideology. And I stand behind those words right now 100%. I'm tired of seeing this race war perpetuated, uh, especially when they're using dupes like this guy, supposedly the suspect. His name is Daryl Edward Brooks, 39-year-old black male with a long criminal history. Uh, he killed at least four to five people and injured many others, women and children. And uh, all kinds of media disinformation is probably going to happen. Uh, how he was uh, a scar. He was scarred from white supremacist teaching. Uh, that's what will happen here. But understand the motive, the narrative of what the media will now attempt to do as they're forced to reckon with the identity of the terrorist domestic terrorism attack. And as hard as they want to uh, try to make this thing uh, be a white person, they can on this one. Um, what was the other point I want to put out? This guy's got a lengthy record of felons, and he's out, uh, and he's also got a quote here. We start back knocking white people the fuck out, and I want to hear it, is what he last posted on his uh, uh, tweets. So anyway, not a good guy, definitely a planned attack, 
and they hate crime, no doubt. Um, let's also get on to a couple other things here. Um, so, again, they're all attacking Rittenhouse as being a white supremacist. Isn't that funny? He, all the people he shot were white. And the one black guy who, the high jumper, almost got knocked in the, zone, the dome with one of those rounds. He's the luckiest guy out on earth right now. But anyway, the media is quick to try to uh, uh, retry Rittenhouse and slander him even more as a white supremacist because he survived the black, or sorry, the uh, uh, the Democrat felon attack on him. Uh, Kyle did us all a favor and he fought like a lion. Uh, hats off to Kyle. Um, so the media will keep ratcheting up the race war. I want you to understand something right now. The trial with Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein is not being televised. That's You're dealing with people that have been accused who are some of the most powerful, powerful people on earth, and there's a media blackout on that particular uh, trial right now. You're talking global elite, child pedophilia, sex trafficking, probably even uh, snuff films, and nobody is it, none of that is making it to the media, nor is it being televised. That should be televised. But right now, pay attention to that. Start making some noise. Ask him where the hell is the, tele the televised trial of Ghislaine Maxwell. No doubt there's some big names mentioned in there. Bill Gates, uh, um, uh, numerous others, Prince Andrew, uh, all kinds of people tied to that sex trafficking ring. And nobody will say anything on that, nor will that get any light of day. We are dealing with a totally compromised and corrupted media Therefore, you have to seek parallel systems and not be complacent. You have to search for information and get the truth out there. There's a lot of people that don't want to be pushed out of their comfort zone. They want to pretend like things are fine uh, and that they're getting the truth when they're really not. So uh, those people need to be kind of pushed in, uh, or, or you just can't reach them. Just let it go. Don't even waste your breath on those type people. But the others, they need to hear the message. Luckily, more and more minorities are waking up to the truth. Um, although it feels like we're winning elections, we're still voting in swamp creatures, case in point. Uh, Glenn Youngkin for Virginia, he's the elite swamp creature from the Carlisle Group who owns Booz Allen Hamilton. Total swamp creature. All eyes are on Virginia to see if the conservatives will do anything that they have with the Senate, House, and Executive Majority and I've called out my uh, local rep and asked him, what are you going to do with it? You're going to push some things through. We'll see if they dither and dwaddle and do nothing. So keep your eyes open there. Uh, what else do I have for you today? Uh, one other thing that I'm pushing hard and fast on is with my congressman. I've ex exhausted efforts with Ron Paul, Marjorie Green, Senator Cotton. So now I'm working with Congressman Good on his office to try to a subpoena, FOIA, and request the documents leading uh, from the original COVID uh, creation at UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, all of those documents are readily available, and they're at the various agencies who had uh, regulatory and oversight license review and signatory approval in this process, and there were a lot of agencies. So what do I say with that? The data trail's there. We just need a politician with a set of nuts to go in there and demand accountability. One of the uh, handlers from the Senate, uh, uh, Congressman Good's office, uh, Dale, reached out to me, and in my conversation, he, he asked if digging deeper in this might start a world war with China. Uh, upon further review, the answer is no. 
We've got corrupted individuals just like China has that are responsible for this uh, creation of a bioweapon and its release upon the people. I don't know why it was created, who, thought, who got together, who planned it, but understand that the actual tests and the creation of the tests, the review and licensing approval of the tests, the importation of the horseshoe bat virus into the U.S. and the final export of a bioweapon to China from the United States would have required license review, approval, and documentation, chain of custody, special packaging, and uh, special transport. Those are all fact. And yet, supposedly, these corrupt politicians can't find one document. The smoking gun's there. Right now, you've got Fauci and his corrupted individuals trying to label anybody who seeks the truth uh, on this crime of the creation of COVID. Now they want to jail people who are getting close to the, uh, the truth and want to say that we're creating false COVID information. All of this is documented. And if you can't find the paper trail because it's been deleted or lost, you can go to Fort Meade or Utah and you can subpoena the F, uh, uh, sorry, uh, NSA and request the data packets. We'll have dates and times. They can search their system and they can grab it all. It's kept, it's stored, and it involved uh, China communications, U.S. communications, European communications, and probably many others, including the uh, um, the UN, so we know we have the data, the spy agencies have the data on this, and why they're not telling the truth is the biggest crime against the American people you could possibly think of, as well as the world. We'll keep hammering on this, trying to get some, some visibility, uh, need you to call your congressmen, senators, and request that they demand the documents of the COVID uh, uh, grant applications, licensing applications, from the time it was planned to the time it actually took place at UNC Chapel Hill, to the time the material was moved from UNC Chapel Hill uh, uh, to Wuhan, and the published test reports in 2015 by UNC Chapel Hill Science Department. All of this stuff is fact. So, uh, hey, but listen, I'm going to let this go right now. God bless America. God bless you and your families. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Stay awake, stay alert, and be prepared. Peace out. First Team America, Patriot Network, by Patriots, for Patriots across all sides of the aisle, from all walks of life.